This podcast contains sexually explicit discussion and if you're under 18 then it's time to switch off as it's meant for your parents and believe us you really don't want to listen now. Hi I'm Mr G and I am sat with Mrs G and together we are Sexless Swingers. So hopefully many of you have listened to previous episodes and you have probably been waiting for this one as we have now taken a big step in our journey. Yeah, we went to the club. A sex club. <laughs> and we've had people contacting us going, where's the podcast? We want to know what's gone on? What did you do? And um, it's just taken us a bit longer this time. We've had a half term, haven't we? And things like that. We have indeed. So um, we are now sat and recording episode five. So... Mrs. G, what are you wearing and what are you drinking? I am wearing my ripped jeans and a kind of fluffy, warmish, fitted, that sounds a real description, um, bodysuit, uh, which is nice for this time of year, I like it. And you've got a sexy hint of pink coming out from um, there is, your bra. There is a hint of pink, I'm just doing a slight flash there. Um, and I'm drinking, because we are morning time recording this, which is odd for us, but I'm actually drinking, I'm being healthy. I've not got the wine, I've not got the Prosecco, I'm on my lemon and ginger tea. Well, let's hope it's not the alcohol that normally makes you quite funny, Mrs G. <laughs> We'll find out, eh? We'll see whether or not the ginger adds a bit of fire to you. <laughs> so, thanks again, everybody, for the feedback on episode four on Twitter, on Fab Swingers, on email, etc. Um, we've also had our first iTunes review or Apple Podcast review, which is really kind of the person who left it. Thank you. I know that it's not the easiest thing to get reviews on lifestyle podcasts. Um, so, yeah, we're really grateful for that. Thanks. And we've had quite a few ratings. And, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, it's, it's, nice, it's nice to know that you're enjoying it. Yeah. There's also been some love for a certain glass dildo. Yeah, it makes a change from Lisa, which <laughs> has the been a firm favourite. The shine has come off Lisa, and it's uh, the ladies are finding their own way with their toys. Yeah, I think it was probably the comment where you uh, said that you'd share me, but not your glass dildo. <laughs> Yeah, probably. But no, it's, it's good. It's good that the ladies are, are finding the love for the uh, the glass dildo. It's a good thing. So, Mrs. G, when we get into our trip to the sex club, what do you think our listeners will have wanted us to have done or not done? I think it depends who's listening. I don't think there's going to be a hard and fast rule. I think the vast majority, because we are human and we are titillated by sexual stories will want there to be loads of sexual stuff because it's enjoyable to listen to but there may be the odd person out there that's listening to this that feels perhaps a bit out of their depth perhaps a bit unsure and has maybe tried themselves and is actually thinking I kind of hope they haven't done anything because that's going to make me feel more normal or I'm going to not normal but relate to that they're going to go Ooh, that's like me too. So I think it really depends on who is listening. So you think there's some listeners who are just go balls deep, get into it, <laughs> and then others who are, well, actually, we quite like how you are at the moment. We like your balance. We like the way you come across. Don't do anything that... Don't rock the boat. Yeah. Don't change it. I don't it. think anybody really gives a shit about that. So they... They, they hear of our stories in relation to this. Do you not but, think they'll have 
got a vibe about us because of the way we like interact. <laughs> we're a bit like a soap opera. Maybe. So like, if people get connected to a character from Coronation Street or EastEnders and they're like, no, oh, when mean... it was Free Deirdre, when she was in jail, are people <laughs> getting passionate about our sex life? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think they're getting passionate about our toys. They're getting passionate about our sex life. We are the ultimate sexless swingers. We've got this band of listeners that are passionate about our sex life that we don't have sex with. Maybe. Quite like it. (laughs) (laughs) So we might as well get straight into it, Mrs G. We, just over a week ago, went to our very first swinger club, sex club, lifestyle club, however you want to term it. Uh, we went on a Friday night as we had plans on the Saturday night to meet up with some people, which we'll probably also talk about later on. Um, so, yeah, how, how do we talk about it, Mrs G? Where do we start? Well, let's just start at the beginning. I think it's the only place we can start. Let's talk about how we felt literally in the car. I came to meet you from work and we drove down. So let's talk about that, uh, how we felt. What, what were you feeling at that point? Yeah, well, we had a reasonably long journey. We uh, jumped in the car and we had a few hours in the car and I think there was a mix really of some excitement, some anxiety, some um, apprehension, probably all the things spaced to within a couple of hours that we talked about on episode four, which we'd been feeling for a week or two. Yeah, I don't think that either of us felt nervous at that point, though. We were just kind of in the mode of, right, okay, let's just get this done, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, and we still didn't have a clue what to expect, no. as, as we talked about on the previous episode. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we chatted, we listened to a couple of podcasts on the way down. We But we started asking questions, didn't we, to each other? Do you remember I was saying to you, What's, is there an etiquette? If somebody oh, comes yeah. and meets us... Do you kiss them hello? Do you shake the hand? Do you, if I kiss them hello, is that a signal? And then all these, yeah, all these questions were definitely coming to the forefront of my of my mind, which is probably a little bit of last minute um, panic or anxiety of I don't think I know how to play this game. I don't think I know how to 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 do this to make you know to not give somebody the wrong impression, but you don't want to be aloof. Oh yeah, yeah all sorts. Of good. We had a chat with um, a couple of our friends who are in the lifestyle on the way down on the phone, and um, they basically just said, "Laughed at us." Yeah, <laughs> and just said, "Just act as you would if you met anybody in yeah. any normal bar." And, yeah, it's and... just a not a normal bar, though, is it? So hence, you would have those questions. Well, I suppose so. Yeah, so. So we, we turned up, though, didn't we, to the area? Yeah, and we, we, were we, gonna... were, we were staying in a hotel nearby and we had to actually pass the club. Yeah. To um, Or virtually pass the club to get to the hotel. So we said, we'll just have a drive past and a drive into the car park. And <laughs> when we turned into the car park, Mrs G went, I didn't mean drive into it. I just <laughs> meant drive past it. And he, you acted like a naughty school child, didn't you? Yeah, it just, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be in the car park and there was people around. And even though it wasn't open, yeah, I had a bit of a moment. I was like, get out, get out. But we did. We did. I just, I think we just needed to see it. And just, it was a part of our preparation. We'd we not really known what to expect because we, you know. Uh, We've never of, been to one. No, and a lot so of the no websites idea. don't necessarily have photographs of the outside no. or... And depending on which club you go to, some some are on industrial estates, I believe. Others are in... It's a lot of semi-rural areas and things, aren't they? Some of them yeah, as well. industrial areas. Yeah. And 
I think um, just the commonality seems to be that they're never in a residential area no. because I suppose people don't want want it on the doorstep which where is, they live, which is fair enough. It's fair enough, but it's also madness. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's just a club. Yeah. So we, um, so we it, swiftly turned out of the car park. We, yeah, we got to the hotel and then we had to start getting ready and things. We didn't um, have that much time, did no, we? Really? No, no, we needed to. But interestingly, um, on our way down, in my slight moment of last-minute panic, I thought, I can't just walk into this club, I'm going to need some alcohol on board. So very quickly jumped into a well-known supermarket and got cans of gin and tonic, didn't we? And, and uh, vodka and tonic and some JD and Coke, so we could down those. There's a little bit of Dutch courage in the room, which... We did, but there's not much alcohol content in those cans, so they just weren't really hitting the and spot. You'd, you'd woken up in the morning on on the Friday morning, and I think you texted me whilst I was on my way to work and said, I've got the Usher song going through my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna make love in this club. <laughs> I had an earworm. <laughs> leave my head it was there running round and round <laughs> so, naturally that's what I put on put on in the room <laughs> forgotten that yeah so it's, it's a bit of a laugh and, and so yeah nat- naturally as I'm sure that most of the gents listening to will empathise with you tended to take a little bit longer to get ready than I did yeah so um, I've got makeup to get on I, I caused some hilarity with you um, when I, I had a shower and I grabbed my razor and just sort of uh, trimmed up Your manscaped a little bit. Your manscaped. Which you found highly amusing. <laughs> well, you kind of keep it neat, but you you really concentrated on your manscaping. You were preparing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were manscaped ready and then I needed to get my corset on that I bought. Um, yeah, you'd sort I, of done your hair and you'd done yeah, your makeup, I think. But you, I'd ask you to watch a YouTube tutorial on getting the corset on. Yeah, this is a, a sort of a proper corset, a isn't it? It's not, style, it's not, yeah. um, it's not a shop bot. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's not a all in one. It's yeah. not an all in one. No. It's, it's a, it's a corset. We spoke about it on. It might be an episode two. I can't actually. remember. But, I yeah. can't remember but. So you'd done your YouTube tutorial. We get it on and uh, tighten me up into it. And yeah, it's, it, and it's quite. You, you sort of get used to it, but it's quite a complicated process. Yeah. There's a lot of ribbon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got to take it pretty tight as well, yeah. which um, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> no, I, I liked it. It was good. But the one lesson that I learned um, was when you've got your corset on, is you can't then bend to get your shoes on. So that was a bit of a challenge. Got I did eventually. I think you had to get them on for me, didn't you? Because I well, literally could you, not bend. You, you slip your shoes on, but I sort of tied the yeah. tied the strap as such, didn't I? Oh, one thing that we took with us that we've not mentioned: the swinger bag. <laughs> you relented and wanted one, didn't you? Well, I didn't buy a new one though. I used one of my original bags. So what did? You put in the swimming bag. <laughs> I think I put something in and then you amended the contents of this bag. No. I put in about two or three condoms and you went back to the suitcase and dragged out about 16 condoms and no, stuck them into the bag. I just opened I just opened a new box and um, shoved it into your bag, basically. It was, a, it was, there was 12 there condoms was 10, in it. 10. <laughs> and you were like, oh, no, we're not going to need that many. But we... We, we compromised didn't. on nine. <laughs> I walked in with this bulging bag. What else did you put in the swinger bag? 
I don't know what else did I put in it. Mm, I think Mints? It, mm, possibly, but also you had a certain thong on to oh, go with your leather pants. Yes, I did. And then I put, I put in a pair of knickers. What were those knickers? They're, they're silk knickers that have... Sex knickers. They were... <laughs> They were your move to the side sex knickers. All my knickers will move to the side, but these particular knickers were silk and have got ties on the side. Very so horny. easy access, should that be required. And um, if not, then yeah, they do move to the side. So sex. that was the swinger bag, that Mrs. Was it. G. That was it. And then we suddenly tried to get a taxi or an Uber. Yeah, I went, went on the Uber app and the... A price came up to take us to the club and there were no taxis available <laughs> at all. And I'm not sure whether that was the location or whether... Because we live close to a major city and Ubers are ten a penny. Yeah. There's loads of them. And yeah, it couldn't find any. So I wasn't sure, well, is this that they don't go to the venue? It's bla- or black marked. Nobody yeah, takes or, you to that venue. Well, nobody wants a mess in the cab, I suppose, so you'd think, <laughs> you'd think they'd be happy taking you there than taking no, you back. seriously, it's bonkers. But, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't get a taxi. Um, so you had to drive, didn't you? Yeah, I'd only had one drink anyway, yeah. so it was it was fine, so um, jumped in the car and off we went. And yeah. That, that was probably only about ten minutes in the car, but it felt like a long journey. Yeah, and I just think we repeatedly, or I repeatedly kept saying, what are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we going? What, who are we? What's this? What, what are we doing? And it was just that constant um, adjustment, I think, of questioning the journey and where, yeah, what path we were on. But we were doing it regardless. I think even if... Well, if, we'd, we'd said we'd go, so at we that do, stage, yeah. we, we were going, there was no second thoughts. No. It was, right, let's go see what it's all about and take it from there. Yeah, I mean, when we arrived... Um, very warm welcome from the staff there. Um, they checked ID, which gave me peace of mind. Yeah, um, well, you know that everybody in there yeah. is therefore ID'd, photo checked, yeah. and it, it creates, for me anyway, it creates that feeling of safety. Yeah, definitely. Um, that un- unlike if you go in a normal club and anybody can be in there, Yeah. this, if there's any instance or anything, then... People know exactly who's in there, yeah. or the, the club knows exactly who's in there. So I think that's a good thing. Well, they showed they showed us around, didn't they? Yeah, um, there was um, a guy who showed us around, took us all through the gave us the basic rules. Basically, through through the club, so they yeah. showed us they showed us the playroom. They and there was no us... awkwardness with that. There was no, no weirdness. Or so that was that he, was he was really good actually. He was yeah. just dead matter of fact, yeah. and I'm guessing he'd been there for years and years. Yeah. So it it was just. This is the BDSM room, this is the playroom, this is the hot tub, etc. Um so yeah, it was it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, there was no awkwardness, no weirdness, no nothing. It was particularly quiet though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we got there around ten. between ten and quarter past yeah. maybe about quarter past ten. So it was it was not late into the night, but the club had been open for a good couple of hours by then, mm. I guess, or an hour, hour and a half think, yeah. or so. Um but I'm guessing, with it being a Friday, yeah. and one of the things that we've learned is that Fridays, generally in every club, seem to be a night where single men are permitted to go and enjoy yeah. enjoy the club and as I well as couples. And it puts people off, doesn't it? <clears throat> well, I think that's what we've discovered, is that 
a lot of more experienced couples who don't want single men. Um, some do, some don't. But the ones who don't want single men, which is more the couples that I think we'd be interested yeah. in meeting. Yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with single men, but no. it's not our vibe. Yeah, that's it. And I think for most couples, um, again, we're generally we're generalising as we say it, but I think for most couples, it's couples, couples. But obviously, everyone's got their own thing, haven't they? But I, it, it, I think it was particularly quiet. Yeah, I mean, at, we, at that stage, there was probably, what would you say, maybe 10 single men in and yeah. maybe about, probably about 10 couples as well. I think there were maybe a bit more than 10 couples. Do you think? Yeah, at that point, I think there was. Maybe about 15 couples then. But, but we were meeting up with a couple, weren't we, that we already know. Yeah. Um, and they had arranged to meet another couple as as well. So we kind of had a slight yeah, the, the, those four those four were sat together. Yeah. So we went, said hi, had a drink, met the couple that we'd not met before who were very friendly, yeah. very nice. And we chatted for, I don't know, 20 minutes? Yeah. Half an hour, had a drink. And then they separated off to do their own thing. And we grabbed another drink at the bar. Yeah. And sort of... Had a look round. Um, there was <laughs> surveying a, the lab. Well, <laughs> sort of. Just just taking it in, really. Um, yeah. I mean, we've not really talked about the club, but it was nicely enough decorated. It was pleasant. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It didn't feel like a dive. No. And you know, lots of places feel like a dive to you, Mrs. G, because you're a discerning taste. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't a dive, but it. Hmm, it just wasn't exactly what I think I thought it might be but then what you think something might be you can never put that because no. that that's just an uh, image in your I, head I, and anywhere will never be exactly as you think no I completely accept that but I was hoping the vibe and feel was going to be different and I completely accept that I don't think that it's this club specifically I think it was the Friday night I think the fact that there were single men, and we've touched before, that I think that puts off quite a few couples, maybe. We're yeah. A week before a huge event, which is Halloween. Halloween. So I think people were holding back on that. And it just I quite quickly... It was quickly, quite flat, wasn't it? Right. And I quite quickly felt that. Yeah. It's the same as any club or bar that you go to. I'm sure everybody listening um, has, been, has been out to bars, you'd think so. Yeah, yeah. And... It's the same, if it's busy, it creates an atmosphere, yeah. it creates a bit of a buzz, and you tend to enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, whereas, because it was relatively quiet, I think there was a feeling of flatness to it. Yeah. And we had a look around, and there was several couples sat down, but some were already in conversations, um, some were chatting to single men, and then there was a couple of couples just sat with the partner mm. and seemingly deep in conversation we were stood at the bar yeah and it didn't particularly feel as though you could just go over and no, introduce yourself think, because they, they didn't look particularly welcoming i think the other not thing, that they were unwelcoming just that they were yeah. in conversation i think the other thing that was missing it was a dj there was music on but if there'd been a dj more people would be up dancing. Well, there was not really anybody dancing. No. There was, a, there and was a dance how, area, but... That's how you would become social. That's how you lose some of your inhibitions. Yeah. Or, or if there's a sort of a group sat down chatting, you yeah. might go and join the group. Yeah. Whereas when it's just a pair of couples, it's you intense. feel as though they're chatting. Yeah. Or if it's just a couple sat on their own. And um, there's also one, one thing we saw, if you recall, there was a 
lady stood with a guy. He was sat on like a bar stool, if you like, at a high table. Yeah. And they were kissing and the guy sat down, had his hand on her arse. I think so. And they were kissing, but then her arm was stretched out and what looked to be her partner or husband was holding her hand, just watching them, Um, which is fine, but it it sort of felt unbalanced to me. I think, yeah, we're... We don't want to be judgmental at all. Oh, no, that, that's fine if that's their thing. If that's thing. your thing. But what we did witness was um, at this particular evening on this particular club was quite a lot of the stag vixen type dynamic. Yeah. And it abs- I think it's concluded for us that it's not for us. I don't think it was ever really. No, but it's in our interesting minds, to. Have... But when when we saw it, yeah, it it didn't it didn't feel sexy at all to us. No, Obviously, no, it didn't. They no. seem to be enjoying it, but, but back back to where we were. So there was that, there was that couple with the single guy, um, and we sort of had a wander about just to have a look around. And there was a designated couples area, so we we just went and sat down in there, and then well, they had comfy seats in there. <laughs> Yeah, true. So we went for the comfy seat. So we sat and sort of just had a chat about what we'd seen so far and how we were feeling. And then um, I think the the two that we knew yeah. and the couple that they were with they came, came in. They bit. were chatting with us. And then the room started to fill up with it, couples. It did, yeah. So there was two things then going on. There was like a chaise lounge next to where we were sat. And there was a guy that came in um, and... He was naked, and I think she was naked. And the sofa we were sat on had sort of a high armchair. Mm. Uh, sorry, high arm on it. Mm. And I sort of let you know that they were having sex next to you. But then... I already knew they were having... I could hear them having sex next to oh, me. Oh, right. You didn't need to tell me. I was sat next to oh, them. Oh, well, sort of back was to them. But no, then I could he, hear he it. sort of moved back. <laughs> he moved back. She moved forward and then suddenly this right, person knew, appeared no, from it, nowhere. To you it was suddenly. I knew he had two women with no, him. No, and it oh. raised all sorts of questions in my mind. Like, bloody hell, has she been squished or what? No, because she was just... I couldn't actually even see her. What was she, she doing? Was she was just lying down at the side of her. Ah, right. I think he had You come... obviously got a much better look than they I did. They were right next to me. All oh, right, okay. Um, I think he had arrived... I think this fella had arrived with the two women. I don't think he'd met them there. I think it was their set Yeah, we sort of saw them then around in the rest of the night because he sort of then swapped partner and was with the other lady. Yeah. And But they seemed very much a trio. Very much, yeah. And there was no no way anybody was getting in with that I got. No, no, they, they didn't talk... I didn't see them talk to no. any other person through the night. Um, and he'd sort of wandered around holding both her hands later on. Um, I mean, they, so they look really yeah, together. They look and happy and together. I wonder whether or not their dynamic was literally well. They're either a regular partner for yeah. a couple, or whether it's maybe a polyamorous thing. I don't know. None of our business. But no. it was interesting that they'd seemingly gone to the club to have sex, not really interact with anybody yeah, else, but maybe maybe have sex publicly or. Perhaps they live in a house with lots of other people yeah. and just don't get the privacy at home. Yeah, I agree. Maybe that is the case for them. I think at that point as well, um, there was another sort of big bed area, wasn't yeah. there? Play in, bed. In, play bed in, in, in the couple's area. And there was a group of, was it three or four women? I think, I think, no, there was there was four couples. Um, but oh, there right. was sort of a, 
a couple stood at the edge and then three couples closer. Right, but it, it, on the bed, was it three women or four women? Three. I think it was three. And they all started to play, for want of a better term. There was nothing too intense going on at this point. It was sort of back tickling, yeah, really, wasn't it? It was kind stroking. of stroking and stuff, which, again, each to their own. Um, I, I'm kind of again. I'm a bit like I, this is this is my hang up. I guess is that because I am not bi curious, because I, um, it doesn't. You know, being with a woman does not flip my switches. You're all about the D, aren't you? I'm all about the D and the glass dildo. Um, still a D. Still a D. It's just glass. Uh, because of that, it, as I've as I've led to believe that women lead play. I get that. I think that's completely right. I think that's everything we've seen. And, and that's the way it should be because we as women need to feel empowered in this situation so I get that my problem with this is because I am not bi-curious from what I have seen women leading play is women and women with the men watching and um, that's not going to be for me so where did I didn't fit in in that particular situation no because well <clears throat> you say that but there was a fourth couple if you remember. Yeah. Um, and they were sort of watching the three women, if you like. Yeah. And then I think one of the husbands of the three women playing sat on the edge of this play bed. And the woman, the woman from the couple that had just been watching walked around and he sort of pulled down her, the top of her dress and started playing with one of her tits. Yeah. So she'd not been involved with the women and she just went and started playing with one of the husbands of the three women that were playing. So yeah. there is that dynamic. Yeah. But initially... Yeah. The it all started, started... With, with women the, playing with women. With the three women. And it, it was also, from a man's point of view, they um, the three men that they were with, yeah. there was a couple of the blokes just sort of watching. And then there was another one, and he literally, under his pants, flopped his cock out mm. and just started... Mm. fluffing himself yeah and it didn't look as though he had any intention of getting involved he was just watching yeah which is fine but again that's not really my vibe and i don't think whilst we've talked about your gg fantasy yeah and the previous podcast i don't think it's your vibe for me sort of to be fluffing myself no. while you get it on with a man or woman no no and this is what i'm learning is within the lifestyle, the different dynamics, it's not just a one-size-fits-all, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, it. you know, it genuinely is different strokes for different folks. I'm going again. Uh, different strokes for different folks. It's It, it, it definitely um, has to be a very, very individual thing that's going to flick your switches. Um, but... You also have to have, in a club situation or an event, a general overall vibe that you feel, this is my, this is, this is me, or this is my people, these are my people, this is where I fit. Yeah. And on that particular night, I didn't feel I fit. And I think the other thing around that point was, we could see, because we were sort of facing the door where we were sat, yeah. and as, as there was... The trio next to us playing, and there was the three ladies on the bed, and they could all sort of be seen from the door. And what we spotted was the single men, yeah, 
What were they doing, Mrs G? Well, they were peering in, really, weren't they, into the couple's area, which I get, and that might absolutely do it for some people. Um, it felt just a little... I don't... How can I phrase this? It, uh, I'm not against the men peering in. No, you're quite alive. Then, quite, yeah, but it, there wasn't a flow. I can't put it any other way. I think it did feel natural. Could it be, because they were barred from coming into this area... <clears throat> yeah that they were almost sort of, it was almost felt more like peeping Tom than voyeuristic. Right. And it, there's a difference. Yeah. And I think the thing with this club is there's a lot of open play areas. Um, so on a night where there are single guys there, perhaps it would have benefited more from a private play area or an area that you could close a door on. Yeah, because everybody's different. And I think, as we talked about, we're not particularly bothered about being seen. No. If if we're in it, yeah. that's fine. And yeah. as long as it's, again, safe, consenting, and nobody can just join in without that consent, yeah. we'd be, I wouldn't necessarily say comfortable, but we wouldn't be uncomfortable no, with that. But I do think there's a lot of couples who may be more experienced than us. Well, they've got to be more experienced yeah. than us. Yeah. But they might not like that. No. And I think as well for us, because there was less people in the club, it actually felt more exposing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? If, if someone's busy, you can almost get mm. lost in the busyness of it all. Whereas and when there's not very many people, it feels much more You're under intense. a spotlight almost, which by its nature, I don't have an issue with the spotlight, but... It, in my vision or my feeling is, although I might be under a spotlight of me and you interacting with each other, having sex with each other, there'll be lots of other couples predominantly around us also doing their thing. And yeah, because, so you just get lost in the whole yeah, vibe of it. Yeah, well, I think you touched on in the last podcast this kind of feeling of a room and sex party was it that you'd said yeah and that a very sexy environment but lots of people around me and to not have any real number of anybody again you know there was no dancing there was there were it was just disjointed it it, it would have felt very right okay let's have sex now we've talked about i've mentioned this again before and that just doesn't flow for me yeah. that does not work i'm not that i think the, sort of stayed the play it. that we witnessed um, that went on around us and, and there was a reasonable amount of it considering the number of people but it didn't necessarily feel like a natural thing there was no, a, a bit later on there was um, a group some of which were the people who played earlier on and I think they, they got a different couple involved or something like that and, and it progressed to sex and it just felt quite mechanical very much so and there wasn't, I'm hesitant to use the word sensuality because it's not sort of, no, is but I, that what I, I mean? I think we completely agree with each other on this, fortunately, because I think otherwise it, it, this could have caused a big problem for us in our relationship. If you'd have been, well, it doesn't matter that it's mechanical, let's just have sex because we've come to a ah, sex right. club and we're here to have sex. Um, you know what I mean? I'm not saying right. if, if either of us I, I wonder what like you meant that. when you said problems in our relationship. I no, don't think anything could... would have caused that. No, cause... what I mean is if we'd, have, if we'd have gone to that club and one of us had the agenda that we were having sex regardless and we basically didn't feel the vibe or weren't flowing with it, 
we, we'd have had a conflict. One of us wanted to do it because mechanically I am well, having sex. Well, the truth, I always want to do <laughs> But I'm glad we're on the same page. We're yeah. both obviously looking for something similar to flick the switches. And maybe that isn't something that's available. I don't know. Well, it's, we've, we've had a very small sample. We've obviously had time now as well to kind of talk, haven't we, about talk, our experiences, reflect. reflect and take it in. And I think... Really, we've learnt lessons from this, um, and you know, perhaps we should feed that back to people the lessons that we've learnt from that night. Yeah, I think, as as I say, we we witnessed some some play and some sex around us, and I don't think it offended either of us in yeah. any way at all. But more surprisingly, because I didn't think either of us would be offended. No. What I thought, as I said on the last podcast. I thought it was going to feel like a really sexy environment. No, yeah. And it really didn't. No, and I think that was the big thing for me. If there was a, I hate to use the word disappointment, but in a sense, it is a level of disappointment. And I I am shocked by how nothingness, is that actually the right term? A nothingness feeling? An absolute so feeling. So this is Jesus. This is um, The lack of emotion when there were people around me having sex, yeah, I wanted to feel either, give me give me the feeling of, let's go, let's go, I'm feeling really sexual, really turned on, or give me the feeling of disgust even. Give me something. Like, oh my word, that's outrageous. Yeah, because if I got that, I think it'd actually in turn then turn me on. And in because I've got none of, <laughs> I know I'm a bit weird, aren't I? But because I had none of that, I had no emotion. There was yeah, a nothingness. It's just, that's what I said about it being mechanical almost. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm angry <laughs> because I felt nothing and I wanted yeah. to feel something. I mean, we've said in the past, if, if we watch porn, generally we'll watch porn, it will... Incite something. Yeah. It, it, and, it evokes an emotion somewhere. And, well, normally what happens is we'll watch a bit of porn and then we'll tend to do very similar to what we're watching. So, do we? Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, it depends what sort of porn you watch on your own, maybe. <laughs> when we watch porn together, yeah, we, we generally, you know, if the woman on the screen is given a blowjob, you'll tend to right. then go down on me. I have not. You've obviously um, oh, yeah, I it very Paul carefully. watching that. Um, but no. But it, it didn't. On, on the night, it wasn't as though we, we literally had people having full sex within probably four feet of... Of us? Well, the, the guy with the two girls was at the side of me. Yeah, I could it was within hear three or four. Every little sound, let's say. Every little sound. Not I'm, you, I'm not elaborating further than that, but every little sound. So And there was no There was nothing. Yeah, and yeah. I was kind of almost having an internal battle with myself of, oh for God's sake, come on, come on, there's gotta be something, there's gotta be but there's just yeah. nothing. And then later on when there was another couple having sex, it it didn't feel sexy. No. It didn't feel so, anything really. It was no. just so they're having sex, big deal. And maybe that's how it is, is it's not a big deal because it's just sex. I get that. But I don't I'm not going to a sex club to feel nothing. No. And I think we thought once we were in an environment where there was people, you know, having sex one side, being sucked off another side, mm. um, you know, maybe some fingers or tongue another place. And we just get into the vibe of it and it'd be like, come on, let's go. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Gigi was there 
in the wings waiting, wasn't she? Because she I was. was already corseted up and then ready to. Well, she was definitely put a photo on Twitter as asking the question. Yeah. Who went, Missy yeah. G or Gigi? Well, we both went because we both would go, but she sits in the wings, and until I feel. Whatever it is, I'm wanting she to. She didn't feel, make an appearance at the she, club, did she? She would not be making the appearance, and it, and it's not that is that yeah, it's just not going to happen. And what it's made from our discussions and our conversations, you know, following immediately afterwards, and then obviously the next week, it's made me really think about and analyse what it is that I'm looking for, and in turn us looking for. But it has even made me question. And we've had some discussion about this, about is it that I'm actually looking for something much more than what a regular sex club is going to offer? Am I looking for something that's kink or fetish? And it, it, by yeah. nature, I would say no, because I've never shown that inclination to that side, that side of things. But it's a journey and it's a voyage of discovery. And perhaps I've just not been exposed to yeah, it to see I, whether that is what I'm after. I'm not convinced it's kink. Like strong kink. No, you're no, I don't for. think it's strong kink. So I don't think that suddenly you're going to discover that, you know, having a man dressed as a baby in a diaper is your thing, for don't example. I don't think that's going to be my thing. But I don't think it's the fetish that you're looking for. I think it's theme. Because yeah. you and me were quite into role play. We like yeah. that idea of, yeah. of role play and. We we like the escort fantasy. We like the third person fantasy. Pirates. The pirate <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> and it's about theming. So, for example, if it was this week that we've been going to the sex club instead of last week mm. on a Halloween night, you would have one hundred and ten percent thrown yourself into the dress up, the theming, and I also. So I think there's a couple of things. Um, lesson wise and yeah. please you know add as add as we're going along but first of all well these are from, our primarily primary learned lessons yeah. I would say from our first experience so aren't they? first thing Friday nights which are single men nights yeah. in most clubs I don't think they're for us no well the issues they cause not the, not the single men but the issue is it becomes a quieter night. Yeah, because people will steer away because there's single men there. Mm-hmm. They didn't really bother me, to be honest. They don't bother me? No, uh, uh, absolutely. And if we were in the vibe and if we were in the middle of play with each other or, say, with another couple or couples or what have you, it wouldn't bother me if from a, you know, let's just say, I don't want to be in the splash zone. <laughs> But if there were single men at the side, watching, playing with themselves, full of wanking, good on them. Yeah. You know, I'd yeah. happily wank over you. <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. but, um, so I think, yeah, Friday nights for us are a bit of a no-go. But the other, the other thing as well is, as complete newbies to this... I think now, in hindsight, we would have been better going to a newbie or a theme night. Yeah, I think the newbie nights, my only concern with that is they wouldn't be very busy. And if everybody's in... I don't know. It's, I just wonder whether or not a newbie night might not be full of newbies. Uh. And also, if it is full of newbies, are they full of people like us waiting for something to happen? <laughs> and Nobody's actually, actually happens. doing anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, probably. I think whilst I wouldn't be averse to a newbie night, I think a theme night yeah. is much more you and therefore yeah. is much more us because I tend to 
follow your lead on these things. So yeah. the the idea for you of dressing up and dressing up in a theme, I think ticks so many of your boxes. It also gives a natural conversation starter. Yeah. Because you'll talk about each other's outfits, men or women. If people are dressed up, there's there's an instant conversation starter of I love your outfit, I love, you know, what are you what are you Maybe you can just comfortably get away with more when you're themed. It's the same it's that alter ego thing slightly. It, it takes it? you out of being just yourself. It's from reality. And it, yeah. it puts you into yeah. a role play. Yeah. And yeah. by very nature, role plays are generally quite sexy. Yeah. So I think theme nights and there's there's lots of theme nights at lots of the clubs regularly. Um and I'm not necessarily talking a theme night as in hot wife theme night or No, you mean just a like a dress up night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think as well the other thing was as we've said before, the less people means it felt yeah. more exposing. So and we need a busy night. By by theme night, it could all almost be I don't know, say James Bond theme night where the men are in tuxedos and the women are in glamorous dresses. Yeah. That's a theme in itself, but it's not necessarily you get dressed up, but it's not fancy dress, but it puts you into But that's what I was think I'm looking for is I've said to you before the word decadence. Yes. And uh, and it's all individual. It really is. There's absolutely a place for everything under this umbrella but well, for just, me personally i am definitely looking for something more decadent and that's the only word i can think of and whether that i'm looking i described it to somebody actually which was you know like when you walk into the likes of disney world and you've you have visually everything's going on around you it's it's literally like porn for the eyes because the sense and the smells and the, you look at disney very differently uh, to me i mean it as in the respect that it's just there's so much going on you can't take it all in that's what i'm looking for i'm looking to walk into an event or a club and just feel like there's so much going on around me and it's the as i say it's the smells it's the sights it's the sounds and i'm lo- i'm obviously looking for something more than I found on so that night. So let me ask you this then, Mrs G. Was that missing last Friday because of either the fact, the venue, or was it just the fact that it was so quiet? It was think? both. It absolutely was both. So if I, that venue was rampant full of sexy it people... It would have been better. Yeah. It, I agree it would have been better, but as you've said about the theming, for me, it's all part and parcel. Yes, I can go dressed up in what you know as a bunny girl or whatever into that particular club, but you then if you can if you sort of compare that to taking me to a stately home, dressed up as a bunny girl with a mask on, I'm on another level. I'm having so, my boxes ticked. What I mean, we've talked about this on the way home um, on Sunday, as it was, because we had another night out, but we. Um, we talked about this and I had a look on the Killing Kittens website, mm. which I think probably flick, would flick more of your switches. Yeah. In that Killing Kittens, I'm sure some of the listeners will know, but it's it's um, a community, I guess, for want of a better word. Well, we up, think. We don't really know. We well, only know what of, the website tells from us. From what I've read and from what I've heard, um, it's a community set up by a lady 15, 20 years ago. And it's predominantly aimed at the women, the kittens, yeah. and they lead everything. So yeah. they don't have a club, 
they are an online community where I'm guessing there's forums, etc. And then they host what they class as parties. So they'll host the parties either, I think they've got a venue in London where they host parties. They host online parties, mm. um, which be a bit more of a fun Zoom conference than most work <laughs> ones for people, I'm guessing. And they also do mansion takeovers. Yeah. I think the mansion takeovers are bang up your street. I think more so, yeah. And to put in perspective, they're much more expensive than yeah. the most of the sex clubs that we've but seen. in many ways, I'd rather do two of those a year than 20 of the other. Yeah, because what you're looking for is quality more than quantity. Yeah, but as I say, I don't want to come across, oh, God, get her, you know, wanting all this. She's it's just, just, yeah, but yeah. it's your, it's your but thing. It's so my, it is just my as, thing, Just yeah. as somebody else might say, well, actually, the clubs aren't for me. I just want to go to a car park and yeah. do some dogging. Yeah. And there might be, you know, somebody in somebody in a car over there. They've got they've got their internal light on. I can see them. And that does it for them, And yeah. I want them to open the window and I yeah. want to join in a bit. But that's, the that, fi- that's fine. And that might be for them. That really isn't for you. No, but that's the thing, isn't it? Is that, as I touched on earlier, this is a huge umbrella. To use the term mm. swing or in the lifetime, lifestyle is actually a huge umbrella that, that well, covers me- any, any yeah. sex, any but people. I, I think as somebody that's only just entering into this... I'm learning that more and more and more. Yeah. And um, it's all without judgment. It certainly is on my side anyway. Yeah, I have no judgment over what anybody else chooses to do. But equally, it should run both ways. I think one of the lessons I learned from the club as well is we'd sort of said hello to um, a guy from a couple and his, his wife later on we said hello to and, and they did actually end up playing later on we saw. And they looked, they were similar age to us, um, they looked you know, reasonably yeah. good looking. Yeah. And you'd think, at first you'd think, oh, if we talk to them, maybe mm. they'd be somebody because she was quite attractive, he was quite attractive. Mm. And they they looked similar to us, I suppose. Um, but then later on, it was clearly a stag vixen yeah. um, situation. Yeah. And I think that you don't find the stag idea no. or cuckold idea attractive no that's not to say you're judging people who are into that it's just not for but you but you shouldn't ha- you shouldn't bend what flips no, your absolutely. switches because you don't because you're trying to be kind no, do you know what i mean what, you've got to be quite harsh in that what, what i mean is is initially at first glance it might have been oh they look nice but then as you see what they're actually into and if we chatted to them i'm guessing they'd have told us what they're into would but hope, yeah. it would be actually no that's not for me because i don't think well, first of all, you're not by curious. And then if the woman said, well, I'll play with Mr. J, mm. um, you could have filed your nails or something, I suppose. <laughs> and then the guy's in the background fluffing himself. Yeah. That wouldn't be for you. No, no. Um, so that's the other thing is looks can be very deceptive. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know what people are into until you start talking to them. And they might be your perfect couple who are exactly what you're looking for visually. You think, yeah. But then actually, no, I'm really not into what they're into. No. It's not for me. And likewise, there might be couples out there who might initially look at us and think, yeah, great. But then when they find out that, you know, 
you you want to have sex in the middle of the club with people wanking all around you and they go no that's horrifying that's not all I want to do it's just an epiphany no it's I know like I'm, the, the I'm more thing, using the it? example yeah no I know I know um, so that that was another lesson learned is in some ways you really really can't judge it on looks and that's not to say that you want to go for somebody you really don't find attractive no but but I guess this is where Fab Swinger's website comes back in again because if you were going to a club and you had put messages out that oh we're going to this club and then you could kind of have some private messages with the couples that were going to the club you would then know what what, you, what your situation was was in yeah well, I think the other thing as well is we did you see me getting positive on Fab Swingers there get me yeah <laughs> so unfortunately everybody I think that kind of concludes. Where we're at for our first club. experience for our sex club. So, so we didn't play at sex club. No. Gigi did not make an appearance. No. Um, I was obviously there. We weren't but... inspired to play together. No. At the club. No. 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 So, <laughs> no. 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 It so just. It was just unfortunately. In in hindsight, dis- then Mrs. J. Does it? Is is that something where we say right? Okay, we've done a sex club. It's not for us. Never again. Or is it? Yeah, not on single man night. I think we, from the lessons learned, we never go on single man night. If we were ever to do it again, I think a theme night would definitely work much better for us. I'm not closed to a sex club idea. I'm. I would have to say though that I'm not as excited about the prospect of it because of the last experience and I'd be far more excited by the prospect of something like we mentioned like the, the, killing, the, kitten. the, the killing kittens idea yeah what, it, we, what it, we have to do is work out with killing kittens whether we qualify because yeah. first of all I think they are a little bit more judgmental on looks which you'll be fine <laughs> um the little bit more judgmental on age you might not be fine mm, no. um and I just don't believe I don't believe there's not another organisation out there that does that sort of thing. No, I'm sure there will be. And, and it might be something that we look into and either consider the Killing Kittens thing or have a look to see if there's some alternatives. Yeah. So, that was our sex club experience, yeah. Mrs G. Um, I still feel like we've done well in the sense that we took that step. Yeah, yeah we, we certainly advanced ourselves. Yeah, we did. And we'd not advanced ourselves in play terms or in the swinging terms but we've advanced as a couple we have a bit more direction i suppose in that yeah we know there's some lessons learned about what's not for us and possibly more about where we more head yeah um so we went back to the hotel we did play back at the hotel with one another yeah had some fun And then the next day, we headed into um, a large city to meet up with some people, a bit of a reunion yeah, from, from the first, first cruise yeah. that we went on in April, Yeah. Um, subject of episode one. Yeah. It was good to see everybody again. Um, there was a couple of lifestyle couples out with us. Yeah. Um, which was fun to see them. Yeah, it was and good to have a chat with them about their journeys as well, wasn't it? And sort of where they were up to and sort of where they fit within the lifestyle umbrella, shall we say. Yeah, and what got them into it and how they, you know, proceeded once they decided it was for them. Yeah. Um, again, is it's fabulous to talk to other people in the lifestyle, learn about the journeys and it's that 
open, non-judgmental discussion. Yeah. Um, which you just can't really have in the vanilla world. Not at all. No. Um, so, yeah, it was really great to see them and yeah. everybody else. We, we'd been tempted to go to another yeah. club, which had did actually have a theme night. They did. Um, and it was about half a mile from the bar where we actually were. I think we just got lost in the night, like lost in the company. We were having a really enjoyable time. And we were just happy, weren't we, with what yeah, we were Yeah, we just doing. Didn't, didn't need to break off and, no. and go again. And I don't think it was necessarily the Friday night that had put us off going. And I think if we'd not been meeting all this group and we had another couple who came to see us later on yeah. as well, who lived local... It just, it just didn't feel natural to cut it no, off to go. So I think that probably is a club that we might go to in the future because mm. it ticks a lot more of the boxes, yeah. seemingly. seemingly. We don't know. Yeah, seemingly. Um, but not not that night. But yeah, once once the night had finished, we headed back to our hotel. And um, yeah, we had a... a well, first <laughs> we of all, we got back. We were drunk, though. We and were, it was the early hours of the morning. We were drunk. It was about... It was about one o'clock, I think, or something like that. Was and it? Was it not about two? No, no. Well, no, we got back and you being you went, I'm starving. <laughs> I need food. I like my food. <laughs> feed me. And my initial suggestion of what I'd feed you didn't actually go all too well. Oh, and I did take that too. Well, you wanted real food, I think. <laughs> so um, I got on, I got on um, Uber Eats. Other apps are available. Ordered... Probably the most expensive pizza we've ever had. The most expensive pizza known to man. Yeah, but they were delivering it. So he ordered the pizza and it came up that it would be 40 to 45 minutes. Yeah. So we ordered the pizza and then you um, leaned across. We would lay on the bed because it was a hotel. You leaned across and suddenly, like magic, out in your hand was... <laughs> Was it the glass dildo? It's your glass dildo. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what, what just happens to be here? It came for, came for a holiday. So quickly, um, you derobed. I don't... I remember this, but not the finer details yeah. as you do. And, um, yeah, sudden, suddenly, suddenly, the glass dildo was fully in use. Right. Um, and without being too graphic in the details, we carried on and... Um, then suddenly, my phone started to call. <laughs> and I had a notification saying they were about three or four minutes away and there was a mobile phone number calling, which will have been the pizza delivery guy. We were mid-throws of it there, oh, weren't we? Oh, you were right on the edge. I was. And then, then you were like, just stick it in. So the glass dildo was cast to one side and um, we started having sex. Yeah. And my phone started ringing again. <laughs> So I said, I've got, I've got to go and get this. So I quickly came out, shall we say, <laughs> um, and stuck my jeans on. So I had a raging hard on, <laughs> uh, my jeans on, stuck a T-shirt on and left you, glass dildo in one hand, <laughs> other hand uh, strategically placed, shall we say. <laughs> and at that point you were right on the edge. So I left you edging. You did. I went out. With your hard on. <laughs> to reception to pick up took the pizza. Took the lift down. <laughs> Thankfully, the lift the lift doors were directly opposite the main hotel doors. So 
I went out and there's the pizza delivery guy down a few steps. So his eyeline must have been <laughs> right at my seemingly now tight jeans. <laughs> Took the pizza. Thanks very much, mate. Came back upstairs. You're still, at this point, still edging. I did. Still with glass dildo. really well. Still with fingers. <laughs> and, um, yeah, put the pizza on the side. And then, um, should we say, in, instead of resuming where we were beforehand, you're sort of, you lay upside down on the bed. Oh, yeah. And your head was sort of dangling off the edge of the bed. Yeah. So I thought, well, this is an opportunity not to be missed. So we ended up with you, you giving me a fantastic blowjob. Yeah, but you nearly blinded me. Well, uh, the thing is, is when I sensed you were just about to explode, I timed myself and finished off and took the opportunity and to, as you put you it... You came almost... on my face. Let's just cut to the shirt. You came all over my face. I could. It was all covered me. I stood up because I thought I was going to be blinded for life. Well, you did come life. as well. But, but still... I couldn't find my way to the bathroom because I couldn't open my eyes because of your love juice all over my face. It was fucking shit hot. <laughs> so we might not have gone to have sex in a, in a sex club, but we had pizza sex. <laughs> and it was bloody fantastic. <laughs> and you did get some extra sauce, shall we say. Extra sauce. And we then, we then after that, we did eat the pizza and it was bloody good. We did, we did. Um, and... After the pizza, I left the pizza box outside the door. Again, start bollock naked, so I'm glad nobody's walking down the no. corridor at the time. We don't know. We don't think. No, I think, um, funnily enough, you seem to have a shower. So, Did I? Yeah. It was because I was covered. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we woke up the Sunday morning and pretty much had a similar experience in that, that glass dildo, you certainly weren't sharing it. You were hogging it all to yourself that weekend. <laughs> So we had a similar experience again, some fantastic sex again, um, and then made our way home. We did. So, yeah, although although the sex club wasn't the sexiest uh, experience for us. I have to say, I don't think that our sex we had that night had anything to do with the sex club. No, no, that's exactly what I mean, is that although the sex club wasn't the sexiest experience we'd had, I think the pizza sex, bizarrely... (laughs) Was extremely sexy yeah. with a bit of comedy thrown in, yeah, and as usual. you know that that's got to be that's got to be good. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes it memorable, and yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it was. I think we're now in the position where we kind of need to reassess what we're doing in respect to the lifestyle, how we move forward. Um, you know, it's not kind of panned out exactly the way that we thought it was going to do. But do you know what? No journey does, does it? No, and we described it on the last episode as a roller coaster. Yeah. And I think the sex club was probably a bit of a a bit of a down in a way. Not not the thrill seek down, yeah. but a bit of a ah, that wasn't what we thought it was going to yeah. be. Um but we also said that ultimately it's one sex club, it's one night, it doesn't define all no. the sex clubs it doesn't define all nights at no, that sex club I think we're still open minded I think <laughs> but like we're in a position of uh, feel like a children's presenter here Ch- suggestions on a postcard please <laughs> what we can do nobody does postcards <laughs> perhaps um, if anyone's got any suggestions for us or ideas of how we you think that might suit us to move forward yeah have a listen to, to this if, yeah. if you're experienced certainly then 
tweeters. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or, yeah. I mean, all the contacts of how to get hold of us are on the um, the podcast info anyway, aren't they? Yeah. But, yeah. In a serious note, what we're, should we do? Yeah, we're still sort of open. I don't think we feel the need to play. It's not a desperation. It's not a necessity. We are extremely happy with our sex life. Yeah. With each other. Um, I think we're both open to the idea that it could provide some excitement. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Perhaps we just feel a little bit lost at the minute with it all. Maybe. And, uh, we have sort of moved forward in the sense of we've we've got some more lessons learned. Yeah. And also, I think probably the biggest lesson learned is just how different everybody is and everybody's style is. And that some styles while it suits those individuals, might not suit us. Yeah. So some people might be, I just want to go to a sex club, have a sex with as many couples as we possibly can, never see them again, and that was fun. I don't think that's ever been where we were. Um, on the same token, does it work that you become sort of really close friends with them, or does that then become an issue that... Yeah you've almost become too good of friends and it feels a bit weird then. So yeah. is there a happy medium? And if so, what is it? You've expressed concern about dates. You don't want to do that. You're not huge on the sort of messaging side until you've got to know them. So maybe social meets in big meeting greets, organised ones might be the way forward. Yeah, well, we've got one of those booked anyway haven't we not too distant future so yeah. maybe yeah so yeah if anybody's got any ideas we will gladly receive them and maybe chat about them even on the podcast yeah. and see how we go so do you know what this is a bit like it's like those old children books you used to get what were they called choose your own adventure oh well, it was like turn to page 72 <laughs> if you want to do this yeah or... we are now characters in the books of choose your own adventure adult version Swinger lifestyle. Maybe. That could be an idea. <laughs> and then the people that are listening could go, yeah, we want you to do this, so we want you to do this. Yeah. Perhaps we should do a majority rule, and we just go, do you know what? <laughs> yeah, let's I don't do think, it. And I don't think we should base our sex life on <laughs> that, really. That's quite exciting, though. Perhaps yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, folks, and um, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye for now. If any of our gorgeous listeners would like to contact us, we can be reached at Twitter at sexlessswingers, email hello at sexlessswingers.co.uk or on fab the underscore sexless underscore swingers.